You're listening to the Shoot Your Shot podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Jen, and we're two boss babes sharing our journey and inspiring you along the way. Yay! Today we are talking about another slow season chat, um, creating your calendar, marketing in the slow season, what to post when you don't have content, all of that kind of stuff to keep you grinding and keep those bookings coming so that you're ready for the early spring season when weddings start to pop. Yes. I'll kind of kick it off. Um, first, I want to share, I'm very excited about this weekend. I'm actually going to my first retreat ever. Oh, yeah. So excited. Yeah. Megan and I were briefly talking because we're doing um, a branding session. I'm doing a branding session with a photographer, which I've never done before. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and I'm looking forward to just like having a weekend with other business owners because it's a business retreat. And yeah, I'm, I don't even know what to expect. They like haven't really sent any details out because she wants to like keep it all like a surprise. That's kind of nice. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah. So I don't, don't really know what to expect. So I will definitely talk about it on the season later. Um, but her name is um, Alexis. Her business is Manifest with Alexis. And yeah, I'm really, really excited. So that's this weekend. But um, diving into that, I want to talk about kind of like what I've been thinking about going into January and how I really want to continue to market my business. Um, I feel like now that I'm in my third season, I have really kind of forgotten the basics of marketing your business. And I think that that's so important and something that you should never forget to do. And I'm guilty of it. So I'm sharing that with anyone else who feels that they're probably guilty of it too. Because, you know, during busy season, you're just like, go, go, go. The bookings are coming in or the leads are coming in. Hopefully the bookings are coming in after. Plus you're doing events on top of that. So you're really not looking at the bigger picture of, you know, am I really booking the amount of bookings that I should be booking? How many times did I just say booking? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But now that I'm in an off season, my brain is now reframing to the fact that I'm not getting the leads. I'm not getting the bookings. I'm not doing events right now. So I think it's important to remind yourself, what did you do when you first started? My first season was by far, actually, I should say my first like two months in business, my website was blowing up left and right. And I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I use Wix and which I think I'm going to get out of soon, Me but too. we could yeah. talk about that. I yeah. saw your post recently and I have to chat with you about it. Um, but I think I'm going to look into getting out of that. But anyway, um, I get a notification when someone's on my website and it tells me like where they're looking at it from. So, you know, whether it's somewhere in Connecticut and I had hundreds of people like hundreds on my website every single day. And it was because I was posting in Facebook groups. I was doing um, like little ads that didn't really cost me a lot of money, but like $5 a day on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is. Um, I was promoting myself anywhere and everywhere that I possibly could. Sliding into people's DMs, um, you know, doing all the things. And that was when I was getting the most leads. So I'm like, why am I not doing that all the time? And I I have to give myself grace because I have been really, really busy. So there are things that you're going to put on the back burner, but this is the time where I need to do that again because people are getting engaged. People are looking to plan events again. So one of my things that I'm going to do each day this week, um, and going into like this month is start reposting in Facebook groups. Um, it's free. It's easy. You can do the same thing, same photos. It's effective. It's effective. hundred percent. Um, and I think I am going to take an ad out on Google. That was something that, I've talked to other mobile bars about to see like their feedback, what they do. Um, some actually do it throughout the whole year. So they're always having a Google ad. Um, and it's very, very well received for them because you can like target your audience, which I think is really cool. 
Um, and I then never I considered that. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I think I might do like a few Instagram, like either story ads or you know sponsored ads or something. Um, just to like re get my, my name out there. I've been having a little bit of like imposter syndrome and this sounds so weird, but I feel like, and I've talked to one of my friends about this before. I feel like because I have more followers on Instagram that people like are hesitant to book me now. Really? It's so weird. I don't know why I think like that. I'm like, oh, I have followers. Like, but this is the mindset that my head is going to. I, I can really kind of why. see where you're thinking that because... Yeah, I don't people know. might think that you're like this huge business, yeah. and you and you are. I mean, of course, but, but you're you're you, a small local business yeah, at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. I've been having like really weird imposter oh, syndrome, and I think it's coming from not getting a lot of leads right now because yeah. we're in a slow. We just came off of a holiday. Like, yeah. I need to just get it out of my head. But yeah, I'm like, do I do I make people want to follow me? <laughs> it, it, the this is you weird. Feel like yeah. less approachable. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, that's how I feel right now, and I'm sure I'll get over it, um, and it'll be fine, but yeah, that's kind of like the mindset I have right now. That's so crazy. Okay, because I feel like you could look at it two ways. One way being that, that you kind of feel unapproachable to the local guys, but at the same time, you're perfect for like the luxury client, because luxury mm -hmm. clients probably want people with a big follower account that really present themselves like they've done it a thousand, a million times, and want to know that you've been in the industry for years, like years and years, excuse me. So, I don't know. But I see where you're coming yeah. from and where, where that kind of feeling lands. I feel like people are less focused on the follower count, though, and people are booking with people that have lower numbers or just don't even care about the numbers yeah. at all. Yeah. So I would take it with a grain of salt. But yeah. I, 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 I kind of see, yeah. I see you, and I think I would probably feel the same way. Yeah. So I, yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll go from there. But yeah. anyway, I'm, I'm grateful that I have a large audience and I'm yeah. able to, because I want to get in the public speaking, you know, yeah, realm too. Right. So I think that that's important to have a big following because I want people to hear my journey and my voice and things like that. So we'll see where it all goes. But anyway, back to marketing. Um, do you want to share like some things that you've done that have like helped market your business? Yeah. Um, on the other hand, a Facebook group. So for you, I know you start with a, a post that's just yours. You go into a Facebook group, you share a photo, a video, your website with a little blurb about like, hey, I'm the vintage horse, blah, blah, blah. Um, for me, I don't do that as frequently as I probably should. I've never really done that. I've probably only done it a handful of times when I really like introduced something new into the business. Like when I was starting with video, I went into a couple of Facebook groups and was like, hey, I'm a photographer and I'm just starting video and this is why you should book me. Um, but more, more often than not, I'm just going into Facebook groups and looking for posts from brides or from wedding planners or from bridesmaids, like man, man of honor, you know, whatever, whoever, um, that's like helping plan the wedding. So I look at those posts. It's like, Hey, getting married on May 15th, 2024, need a photographer. This is what we're looking for. And then I'll drop my name in the comments. So I'm always on Facebook looking for those, especially the ones that are the most recent posts, you know, within the last couple of hours mm -hmm. or something like that, so that you're really at the forefront of the page, you're viewed the most, and the, the client probably is seeing you before anybody else. Um, so if there's any posts that are like two days old, I just scroll right past them and then I keep looking for anything that's recent. Um, and I have actually gotten quite a few bookings through marketing that way. Um, it is kind of a direct line to the client you're kind of battling against everybody else in there. So you kind of want to make yourself look different, more appealing, unique than what other people are posting in there. So look at everybody else's captions where they're like, hey, I'm available, link. 
or hey, my name is blah, 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 I'm available, I'd love to shoot with you, link. Maybe put something more in there, like, hey, I'm available, I offer a free second shoot or free engagement session, I do this, 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 this. Put all the information out there ready for them to see it so they don't have to go dig for it. You want to make everything like as visible and appealing and like right there as possible. So I'll put a little list of like what I offer, um, maybe do, I don't know, say something relating to what their post was. So something that's like, oh, I saw that you're interested in like candid photography and really wanting it to feel authentic. Like that's right up my alley. Like something that will really catch their eye and be like, wow, they actually read the post because a lot of times people don't even read it and people that are in a different style than what they said that they wanted start posting in it and it's like, this isn't your spot. So mm -hmm. for, I don't know, I think you have to be pretty, um, like on the ball with that and like make sure that you really are the style that they're looking for and promote yourself kind of that way and make it look different. I love that you like cater to their, like you, you read the post that you I love that you have to because yeah. especially with photographers I th and florists, I think those are the two that post a lot in the Facebook groups or mm -hmm. that people are looking for the most and you'll get like hundreds of comments on yeah, that. Yeah. So I think if you find a way to stand out in that where the bride or whoever is posting can be like, oh, they took the time to acknowledge something else besides just spamming me with their business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Spam love that. is the perfect yep. word. You want to make your, your <laughs> caption in it or yep. even your post in a Facebook group. If you're starting your own post at the, like the least spammy as you possibly can. And, mm -hmm. and really share your why and why you're passionate about it and why somebody should book with you and not just make it salesy and like these are my prices. Yep. Like I don't usually put my prices in those captions mm -hmm. because that's something that if they're interested in yep. the value of my business and everything that I've described, what's included and like what I bring to the table, then they're going to go and look for it if they're interested. I don't want somebody to book with me just solely because of the price. Yep. Um, so that's, that's me. Like that's my Facebook thing, but other than that, TikTok is my thing. Mm. Well, I'm younger, so I feel like a lot of my clientele is kind of in the younger boat, like 20s, early 30s. Um, and TikTok is kind of the place where people are looking, or at least looking for advice, too, or inspiration, if they're not looking for their vendor. They are at least like starting the search there, like people used to do with Pinterest. People still do, still do that with Pinterest, but I think TikTok is more of a direct way of somebody to look for inspiration really like what they see and then book you. I think Pinterest is really just make the mood board mm -hmm. and then that's it. I don't think they really look at your profile on Pinterest. No. Yeah. I don't either. And I know that you have tapped into Pinterest a little bit and we can like quickly talk about that, but I actually um, was filling something out and you could add all your links of your business and Pinterest is one of them. And then I went to my Pinterest and I was like, wait, if I'm putting a link for my business with Pinterest, let me look at the Pinterest board first. And I looked at it and it had like my kids' birthday party vision boards. Like if you would have gone to it, you would have been like, who the heck is this? <laughs> so make sure if you are like promoting your website, promoting your Instagram, promoting your Facebook, that yeah. it showcases your business, how it should showcase it. Um, so I had to like hide all those boards and then repost pictures of my business and yeah. put those out there because you know, you, you just want to make sure that it's up to date, I guess you could say. That's a really good point. Yeah. Is making sure that your accounts are as presentable as you mm -hmm. want them to be before you start putting all of your information out there, because you should be linking all of those things on your website. Yeah. And ultimately for us, when we're marketing and networking with other people, we're like, Oh, here's my Instagram. That's like the place where we want people to go. 
But from there, booking you, they should be going to your website. Mm -hmm. Or if they're finding just your website from like a Google ad or from the Facebook group where I'm like, here's my website and a photo, they're going to be clicking on that because I don't want to make them have to go from Facebook to Instagram to my website. I just want them to go to my website to book. Yeah. Um, but they can look at my Instagram if they're interested because it's linked on my website. But I love, I love what you said about making sure that your business and your personal accounts are completely separate. Um, and if they are intertwined at all, like make sure that whatever you have that's like private is, or personal is private because, you know, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> but I have a totally different account for my Pinterest. And I, I have it like Instagram and Facebook where you can like switch profiles. Mm. Um, Pinterest does that as well. So I have an account that's just my business on Pinterest and I've been pretty good about posting. I need to schedule this week's posts. <laughs> I am a little bit behind after the holiday season, but um, yeah, Pinterest is a whole different beast. It's mm -hmm. not as personal. It's not as one-on-one. -on -one. You're not really talking directly to your client. It's mm -hmm. really just the content of the photo um, or video that you're posting because Pinterest does videos now as well. Um, so for me, it's like a long game and I post what I can. I do all the keywords and hopefully Google in the long run We'll see all of those and be pushing those pins and whatever also in Google Photos because Google Photos works with Pinterest um, or Google Images when you search for like photographer in my area. If anybody's looking for inspiration for a certain venue, if you're putting the keywords that that venue is tagged in the photo, then they might find your photo from Google um, and find your website that way. So it is like a weird SEO like ocean that you have to like swim through, but this makes me think of another um, like marketing strategy. So I actually had um, a friend refer me to a new magazine who it, it's just online, um, but they reached out to me and they want me to like fill out all these questions and they like post, basically they just share like whatever I put out there. Uh -huh. um, but that's another way when people are searching like mobile bars, yeah. you're going to be on the SEO of that. Like the more that you can put your name in different platforms, the more you are going to be higher up in Google. Right. So this is a good opportunity during, if you are in a slow season right now, to start reaching out to anyone and everyone. Um, magazine companies, news, news stations, um, they're always looking for new entrepreneurs. They're always looking for new, new people. And I'm like, telling myself this too, because this is what I should be doing. Yeah, me too. I've um, never actually published anything. Yeah. Have you? Had your, you did. We yes. actually we had a photo together in yep. Connecticut yep. Pride, right? The Connecticut Pride, and then I just did another one oh, yeah. with um, uh, it was Darian Lifestyle. Um, I totally forgot about that because yeah. you you like did that. You're like, is it okay if I share this? And I was like, yeah, hundred percent. And I like didn't do. <laughs> I anything. actually found that magazine because I I want to like rearrange so my funny. office and put the magazines up there. Um, but I've been in newspapers um, and I've been on the news a few times, which is amazing. Yeah. Because. When people search mobile bar, because I was on News Channel 12 and another one, um, I'm coming up higher because mm -hmm. of those articles, right. which I never really thought of because I'm not in the whole SEO and I don't really understand any of that. Um, but that's what it's all about. It's all about getting your name into different platforms outside of just social media. Um, so this is a great opportunity just to, I mean, reach out to anyone. The worst they say, the worst is they ghost you, which whatever. The second worst is they say no. And then you're like, okay, move on. Like, yeah. it's not going to hurt your feelings. It shouldn't. Um, maybe you just weren't a good fit for them. or But then they'll think about you for when you could possibly be a good fit for them. 
Um, I actually refer you to that magazine because you <gasps> could refer two people. Mm-hmm. I haven't sent it yet because I'm still <laughs> editing it, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely like just a good opportunity to, in any way to get your name out there. And if you have a few minutes per day, just start literally Google local news stations and email them. Like that's, that's such a, such a great point. I've never done that. I've, I've seen other photographers do that from content days and things like with that photo that you shared of ours. Um, but I've never actually done it. And I think your story is so inspiring and it would be something that people would want to hear. Really? You, you didn't go to college. You made a huge success of yourself. Like that's what people want to see. Go. You need to do it. You need to do it. <laughs> Goal for 2025. I know Get that it, news. I know it is that simple because the one of my prior jobs when I was in high school was on a farm and it was a llama farm actually. Very cool. But um, on this llama farm they would host events for the public on like a certain day of the year, National Llama Appreciation Day. And <laughs> oh my god. Um, so anyway, we would be hosting this event and in order to get people interested in it and to know about it post on social media, contact the news, all of the other pages, like local newspapers and things like that. Um, so I do know it is that simple because I was the one that was sending those messages like, hey, we're hosting an event. Yeah. Look at this is so interesting. And nobody knows anything about llamas and this is so cool. You should come hang out. And News, news 12 did come, um, I'm pretty sure, and like interviewed the owner and took some B-roll shots of the llamas just like hanging out in the field. So I do know it is that simple. Like I literally just emailed them and was like, thanks, bye. And it was like, it wasn't even a professional email account. It was like a Gmail. It was like not, I was, I just sent them an email. I didn't send them any documents and nothing. It's that easy. I never really thought that I should check it out myself though. That's, thank you for the push because I probably needed it. That's good encouragement. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. Okay, so it's, is, is it going on your bucket list? 2024 goal. <laughs> yeah. Get on either the news or some kind of published magazine. Yeah, magazine. One of them. Because yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. The published being published, like my photos in a bride to be magazine, is not high in my priority. Because mm-hmm. I don't really care all that much about like status or follower count or anything like that. Like we yeah. were talking yeah. about. Yeah. I don't think people really look at the number yeah. all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm happy with where I am. I have like a couple thousand and like, I don't even know the number. I, I do have to three. I'm not even, I don't even know. I do have to say though, you have to be present at some point. Oh like, yeah. I don't think the number matters, but I think you, the you need to be present. Yeah. Because they are going to look for you at some oh, point. I agree. Um, and you need to be up to date on your presence because yeah. if you haven't posted in six months, they're going to be like, mm, what the hell happened to this person? Right. So sorry. Yeah. Inter- no, no, no. But I think you Thank just, you for clarifying. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. You need to be on your stories and posting once a week, frequently, right, whatever. whatever. They need yeah. to know that you didn't drop life. off the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah. And you're not going to not show up for right. their wedding. But I think the count like and the follower right. count. Right. No, totally. I told I you, I am getting like imposter syndrome about it right yeah. now. And I, I shouldn't, but I am. So yeah. there's that. But anyway. Next, though, on our list, moving on from how to market your business in the slow season, we should talk about what you should be marketing in the slow season. So... This is a weird kind of era of the year where a lot of people don't have any content. We're all sitting at home. We're all marketing on Facebook groups, on our phone, you know, doing our Pinterest and our website and our blogs and whatever. But what are you going to post when you don't have any new content? And hey, 
branding session, which yeah. you're going to be doing this weekend, something like that would be perfect. Looking at your old posts, how I mentioned my BTS on TikTok, my second shooters, they usually would film over my shoulder, something of me, you know, guiding the portraits of the couple, something like that. And hey, they, they airdrop it to me, they text it to me, and I'm like, oh, great, thanks. And then I get started on editing and I never do anything. So I have, and you lost your phone, so I'm so sorry, you can't uh. do this, <laughs> but um, I have like tons and tons of little short snippy videos of me like over my shoulder just shooting from my second shooters or of like the cake or of the dance floor or just like little moments when I remember, oh hey, pull your phone out really quick and put it away really quick. Um, this is the time to be sharing all of those things on TikTok or make an old post, recycle something. Take something from a year ago, maybe like a fun drink that you remember from a couple in like 2021, yep. you know? Totally cool to recycle it, nobody's gonna remember. Nobody's gonna know, nobody's, nobody's, gonna, nobody's know. gonna know. It was three years ago, nobody's gonna know. So I think creating your own content when you don't have any, totally valid, you can totally do that. And I lost my phone, so I am a true, <laughs> example of reusing content mm -hmm. because I basically had nothing for an entire year which is just the saddest thing because I feel like this last year was when I got all the best content because oh. I was like knew what I was doing knew what I wanted to post had all the real ideas and then bye so no. anyway but I am so grateful that I had photos from content days that you guys like emailed to me so I was yeah. able to like have those or I downloaded them when they came um and like Liz from Lucky Share did the videos oh, at our yeah, content day, so yeah. I had all those. So it's it's great to be able to have stuff like that because you can't even. I'm gonna go into rabbit hole for one second, but you can't even like screenshot videos on like Instagram because it has the like share. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So and if you try to blow it up, yeah. You Let can't. me see something really quick. Yeah. Let me look really quick because right. I know that on TikTok you can put it on like a clear mode. So that all that disappears. Okay. Well, we'll side oh. note about that. But I'm, I'm gonna reusing explore. content is probably the best thing that you could do because go back and see, like, if you're on Instagram and you have a presence there, go back and see, like, a reel that did really well with, like, a type of music or, you know, a caption that people, your followers kind of spoke to. And just do something similar to that. Like, it can be the same video with a different audio and a different caption. Or if you're, like, using multiple different clips, use some of the same ones. Um, repost pictures. Nobody will ever know something you posted a year ago that you just reposted. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody but you is going to know that ever. Um, or the bride, and they'll probably be really grateful that you've yeah. reposted their wedding from a year ago. Yeah, true. Um, and then again, people are going to share it. Continue to post things and tag people so that people share it to their page. Yeah. This is something that I haven't really been doing lately because I've just been so busy. Um, but I used to do that all the time. I used to just share like my favorite local businesses and my favorite entrepreneurs and I would just share them in my story and be like, I love this person or, you know, I, I just did it for Smith Gardens. Um, they just did like their year and our branding shoot or our content day was yes. on it. Aww. Yeah. And so I reshared it and I just put like, I absolutely love, and it was all authentic. I love working with that venue. Um, they're literally a dream venue and I was like, I love working with this venue and they shared it to their page and they have 10 over 10,000 followers yeah. and it's all people who probably either did a wedding there or want to do a wedding there. Yeah. So that's like or booked and planning yeah, it and trying planning. to figure out yeah. their vendors yeah, right now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'm so grateful that I'm on their vendor list, but that's another thing. If you're a, a vendor, um, try to get on local venues, right. their, their vendor list, because that is an easy in because 
the venue knows you, they trust you, um, they want to work with you again if you had a good experience with them. That's an easy way to market yourself right there. Um, and if you have the time, like, go in and say hi. Like, drop off a little flyer and a little, like, goodie bag basket or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's something that I've been wanting to do for the past few seasons and haven't done. But that goes back to my corporate days. Like, when I was right. doing corporate event planning, we would go into the corporate offices when we were allowed to pre-COVID and, you know, drop off, like, chocolates or, you know, little gift, basket little gift baskets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, just say, like, hey, if you're ever interested in hosting a meeting, like, here's the Hyatt and here's like, you know, what we offer. And maybe they're not hosting a meeting right now or a wedding or an event, but maybe in three months from now, they're like, oh, we need an offsite meeting. And oh, remember that girl that came in from the Hyatt? Like, oh, her business card is underneath my desk, but I remember her. Yeah. Um, so remember the like, chocolate. Yeah. I remember the chocolate. Yeah. So like for me, like I could probably do like a fun little mocktail kit or cause be Jai so January, cool. which I'm currently currently doing we'll see how long it lasts I gave myself two weekends because this weekend we're going on a winery tasting like and go to drink yeah and then one other week and then the following because we have like we have a 60th surprise party but anyway um I gave myself two weekends so if I can go how many days are there in 31 31 Mm -hmm. days in January I can go 29 days I am so proud of myself so (laughs) anyway these are all really good points yeah um going back to tagging everybody that's something that i forget to do and i actually made a post this morning and didn't tag anybody but the venue so you are absolutely on the ball with that because that's something i always forget to do you can you can tag the dress designer you can tag the makeup artist the hair person the florist anything that's in the photos or even not in the photos if they were there that day they might still share it and be like loved working with this photographer or love this venue they might still share it even if they're not actually in the content of the photo so as soon as we're finished recording this episode i'm going to go back into my post and tag everybody that needs to be tagged because that is something i always forget to do and it's so simple mm-hmm. doesn't take any time at all and it really makes all the difference yeah. because like you said smith farm shared you you shared them back and then they shared that yeah. back yeah. and all of their clients got to see that and i've actually had bookings from doing that, from tagging venues, mm-hmm. and then the venue will share it to their stories, and then they're like, oh, I was looking for a photographer, I'm getting married at the Windcrest. And it's yeah. like, no way. Like, I've I've experienced that firsthand before, and still, yet, I always forget to tag people. What's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's so true, and you just actually inspired me, because I haven't done a post like that in a while, um, with, like, a venue, and, you know, tagging everyone from there, and I see a lot of event planners do it. Yeah. And it's to give credit where credit is due, and I think that's very important, but it's also to help share each other's businesses. Yeah. And, like, you could have a bride who follows you who maybe already booked with you but hasn't booked anything else, and they're looking Mm -hmm. for a dress. They're looking for, I don't know, whoever. Um, And you just help them inspire because, A, they know that you've already worked with them. True. B, they know that, you know, there's a relationship in there. And C, it's like a win-win for everyone. So... I think it's a good reminder for everyone to be able to do that. Um, but you just inspired me for a post. Today. Speaking of which, did I send you the gallery from August from the wedding we did together? Did I ever send it to you? No. Okay, I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> to to do list. Oh, that'll be my post today. New content for Done. you. There you go. Done. Yeah, that jogged my memory. I was like, oh, well, you should just post the one from the Windcrest. Yeah. Because that wedding was amazing. It was so amazing. And I'm Such like, a great hey, wedding. You bugged me about that I a couple did. months ago, and I totally forgot. I would have followed up, but I actually <laughs> forgot to. <laughs> <laughs> the one I, have, I have videos from it too from because i i, I shot did. a photo and video from that wedding and i never oh, sent them over i'm so sorry send them over i'm gonna do, to I'm do, do it right now 
right, Megan is in deep, deep. But anyway, um, what was the other? We had one more topic that we wanted to briefly. Your calendar. Okay. And yes. Getting bookings with all of all kind of wraps this in a bow. After doing all of this, and yes. you get your bookings coming in, and now it is engagement season. Everybody gets engaged around Thanksgiving, New Year's, Christmas, early winter. People start to reach out just before the spring, and I've been feeling that. And people will reach out to their venue, the photographer, videographer, planner, like the the guys that book out like the the furthest mm-hmm. and are like the hardest to kind of snag. You want to settle on like those like big top ones before anybody else. So I feel like right after me, they go for like the caterer and then they go for the bar. So even if you feel like you might not be getting those yet, I'm getting them like this week, which means that you'll be getting them like next week, next couple of weeks. So this was something that Megan and I like sidebarred about in the beginning. She's going to go send me that email right now. (laughs) Um, This was something that Megan and I briefly chatted before we went live today. And I was telling her how I'm still having a little bit of discouragement because I'm not getting as many bookings as I thought I would be getting at this time. And she was like, well, I'm actually just really getting a bulk of them right now off of the holiday season. And it's people who were thinking about booking me, but never really followed through. And now they're coming back and being like, great, the holidays are over. I'm ready. And I need to remind myself like that. Like I'm one of the later vendors that a event that a wedding is going to book because we are considered a luxury service. So you are going to book the venue first. You are going to book the photographer and then you're going to kind of go down your list in importance and not saying the bar is not important, but you know, we are a little bit of an afterthought. So it's, it's really good to hear that Megan's getting the leads now and you know, then we'll start to trickle in from there. Um, and then, so looking into your calendar, I think it's really important because we talked about this in the last episode, but do not lower your prices because you're not getting the bookings. And I need to remind myself that because as I just talked about, I'm not getting, you know, what I wanted to be getting at this time. And I keep in my brain, I'm like, are my prices too high? Am I not doing things right? This and that. And no, the answer is no, I'm doing everything right. I'm not going to lower my prices because I'm not going to provide a different level of service, but you need to make sure that you are looking at your calendar as a whole and saying, okay, where do I need to fill in some of the gaps? Where do I need to push a little bit harder? And, you know, for right, for me right now, I need to get a little bit more into May because we're getting into May and I don't usually do too, too much in May. Um, but we are getting into May. So I'm like, I need to start looking for graduation party events Mm, and stuff like that. Um, you know, and it's like, where can I start promoting myself for graduation parties? Um, So I think those are things that, you know, I need to start thinking of. Um, But look at your calendar. Look where you need to really dive into those specific months um, and manifest, which I'm going to be doing a lot of this weekend, but manifest that goal that you want. Like, is your goal, and side note, but I just spoke with someone who talked about um, achieving goals with in 12-week increments, which is quarterly. And I thought of that and I was like, ooh, that's a really good... There's a book about it. I don't, I think it's called the 12 weeks. I think it's literally what it's called, but I need to look into it more. But they were saying like, look at the year as a whole, but then look at your goals in 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to achieve in the first 12 weeks? And if you don't, you know, you can obviously move it into the the next, but yeah, but look at it in different things where you're not overwhelming yourself with the goals that you want to set for the whole year. But okay, what are the goals I want to set for the first quarter? 
second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. That's a great way to look at it. Take right. it day by day. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of looking at it as a whole, because that's yeah. so overwhelming sometimes. And I've kind of felt that way. I mean, I've, I'm in a pretty good boat with my bookings at the moment. Um, and there are a couple of months that are fully booked, but I'm kind of with you. We're like April and May, like I really don't have all that much yeah. and I probably should. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at like the number as a whole, it's like, I feel good about that. But then looking at like the smaller, I don't know, it's just a lot to think about and it makes you really overwhelmed. But if I looked at it month to month, it might feel a little bit better. Yeah. And I think it, I was talking to their mobile bar and she was saying how, you know, she's really booked for May and June. Of course, they get imposter syndrome. I'm like, well, I have our biggest event ever in June and our second biggest event, actually biggest in May, second biggest wedding. I have the first wedding ever with both trailers. It's over 300 people. Well, wait, both at the same venue? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, tell me about it. Okay, yes. story time. Oh Let's go. Okay, so. This is so cool. Yeah, so the bride called me. She's getting married at her family like property, and which the property has now moved three times, or two or three times, all in the same area. Um, I think they have like multiple properties or something. I don't really know the details, but yeah, it's 300 people and that's what she contracted. So it could be more than that. Um, and we have both bars and our satellite bar. So technically three bars. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we have six bartenders. I'll probably have like barbacks. It's going to be wild. Um, but yeah, so that's the first weekend of June. Well, wait, so how did, how is that going to work? Like walk me through like cocktail hours. Oh my god! I well, let's let's walk through how I'm getting the trailers there because I only have one truck. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, wait. a whole another yeah. So I'll go Friday with one of the trailers, set that all up, probably set the satellite bar up, get um, out of the way, get that out of the way. Yeah, cocktail, and then and then the next day I'll come and do the second trailer. The girls will be there to help right. really set everything up. Um, I I'm gonna probably have to do an ice delivery for this one because there's no way that I can carry that much ice. Um, wow. It's gonna be wild. Yeah. But um, I'm excited to actually like see it in action because this has been my goal. I have two yeah, trailers to use for so everything. Cool. Yeah, so I'm pumped about it. The only like negative, and this is crazy. I do this myself all the time. We leave for vacation the next day, mm-hmm. so I don't even know how I'm gonna do that because I need to like bring the trailer home that night. Both yeah, go. We'll probably go back the next morning. I don't even know before you go on your trip. Before I go on my trip, yeah, it's gonna be wild. But anyway, wow. we'll figure out logistics as we yeah. get closer. But yeah, so cocktail hour um, is going to be in the same area. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all going to be, they're just going to use the same bars. Like, we're not going to move those. It's just too many people to really, like, yeah. have that. Um, uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm super excited about it. But anyway, so I, I got into, like, the whole imposter syndrome when another mobile bar was like, I'm fully booked for May and June. But then she was like, but I actually have nothing in September and October. There you go. And I'm like, oh, okay, but I have a lot in September, October. Yeah. So it's, you have to get out of your own way. You have to stay in your lane get out of other people's way and, you know, just remember, like, it's okay to not be at a pace that you think you want to be at. If your calendar doesn't look as full as you think it should look, um, you know, my prices are higher than last, not higher than last year, similar to last year, but they're higher than two years ago. And Mm -hmm. it's okay to have less events at a higher number, you know? For me, that's my goal. I would rather have less bookings at a higher price. Yep than more bookings at a smaller price. Yes. Because I'm kind of on the other end of the spectrum, like, today. If we had had this conversation, like, a couple of months ago, then, I like, both sides are so relatable. Because as we get further into busy season and people are getting, like, last-minute bookings, they're going to be feeling this, too. And this is how I felt last fall, is I was getting some last-minute bookings and would take them. And 
that's where my word of the year balance comes in because I am more concerned about overbooking than anything else. I don't want to be in the trenches, not enjoying my job, hating it. I would rather be itching for more than itching for less. Yep. So I think, um, I think it goes both, I think it goes both ways. I know? love that you just said that, like itching for more than being overwhelmed and I itching love that. For, I, I want to yeah. itch for less because oh, you, you know, you want, you want to be like excited and like yeah. go for more. You don't want to be feeling like you need less. Like you don't want to feel regret that you booked a client. Yeah. Which yeah. unfortunately I felt this past year. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to. I don't want anybody to feel yeah. that way. I want every wedding to feel a hundred percent amazing and be good that. for both of us. Because I think remember the client I talked about where I lost a piece of business, but there were just a lot of moving parts I didn't feel comfortable with. Yes. I think that I would have regretted booking that because yeah. there was not tension, but there was just like I didn't. I didn't feel it in my gut that this was yeah. a good piece of business. And I felt like I would have known that the day of yeah. and been like, shouldn't have booked this. There probably would have been challenges that came across and I would have been like, Ooh, Jen told you you shouldn't have booked this. Yeah. But you I should th- feel good about, you should always feel good about all of them. Absolutely. Um, but I just, I think it's okay to not be where you think you should be because I think that's going to make you work harder. Yeah. You know, yeah. like just like you said, I love yeah. that. Uh, yeah, because I'm I'm still working hard for yeah. the months that I'm I'm not booked. Like my right. my June's busy, my September and October is busy. But I mean, I'm so I'm, I'm telling people like, oh, I'm I'm fully booked for October. But at the same time, like I'm taking a whole week off at the end of October, and I'm taking Labor Day weekend off too mm-hmm. in between those two months. Or that's August, whatever. Yeah. But you you get the point. Mm-hmm. So like, even if somebody is presenting themselves like, oh, I'm fully booked on social media for like these months or for the year, they're fully booked might be different than what you're fully booked. I know. They're fully booked might be taking half the month off Mm -hmm. and that's their capacity and your capacity could be every weekend. Mm -hmm. So everybody's different and people saying, oh, I'm fully booked. It it sounds really luxurious and sounds really cool and sounds like, oh, I want to get to that point, but you don't even know what their fully booked is. Yeah. I love that because I never thought of it that way. I literally thought their fully booked meant they're booked every single weekend. But you're they right. Might not. You're right. You're they so might have right. vacations. They might decide, I'm only taking four this yeah. month. I'm yeah. only doing one each weekend. Yep. And that's their that. fully booked. But for you, your fully booked is double that. And you yep. might feel bad like, oh, they're fully booked and I'm only halfway to what they are. You might be neck and neck. Mm-hmm. But oh, I love really that. Damn social media. Uh, right? <laughs> it's crazy. But it's so chill. But I think... Um, So anyway, to recap this episode, um, I think that you should continue to market your business no matter what. And I think off season or when you have a little bit of downtime is by far the best time that you can do that. Get in the Facebook groups, put a little bit of an ad out sponsorship, um, either on Google or Facebook, Instagram, um, if you can afford it. I think it, it does in personal experience, it has benefited me, um, post each post like it's the first post you've ever made too so I think that's also why you might have gotten so many of those website inquiries and clicks and things like that because you're posting with so much enthusiasm and passion because it was the first time you'd ever done it bring that energy back in even though you're three years into it it's still the first day for somebody else yeah it's the first day for somebody to experience your business even though you've been doing it for three years so I think that's a great reminder because I forget about that like how we talked about my bartender, you know, one of the guests being like, oh, I don't need the garnish. I don't need this. And she was like, yeah. well, no, cause you're representing, like 
you know, you're walking around with our cocktails and it doesn't matter if it's the first guest, it doesn't matter if it's the bride or groom, it doesn't matter if it's great grandma in the corner mm -hmm. just having a glass of wine, like every drink that comes out of our bar should be like it's your first, first experience. And I think that's what I need to remind people, remind myself that just because I know my business, I talk about it every single day, you know my business, there's billions of people that don't know my business. So I need to remind myself that because I feel like I spam my business, I put it out there all the time, but there's so many people that never even heard yeah, of me. right. So, so to that extent, too, recycle your posts. Yep. Like, nobody's going to know. It's going to be the first time that somebody sees that, even though it's your gazillionth time. Mm -hmm. So post something from last year. Who cares? Post something from a couple months ago. You know, maybe alter it in a different way. Put a different, I don't know, put a filter on it or, like, make it the second post in a carousel instead of the first post. And, hey, call it a day. Mm -hmm. It's okay. And then after that, making sure that your schedule is what you're happy with. Because at the end of the day, that's what matters, is that you're happy with what you're booking. Not that you're meeting somebody else's goal, that you're comparing somebody else's calendar to your own, but worry about yourself and what you're happy with booking because you're the one that's going to be working. You're the one that's going to be doing it. So, Side note too, do you still take one? I know in the beginning we talked about taking one weekend off a month. Do you still do that? So we live in New England for, I think we say that at the beginning of the episode, we both live in Connecticut. Um, so every couple of, like the major like holidays that people have work off, like Memorial Day, Labor Day, um, I usually go away for like a little camping or staycation kind of thing mm -hmm. around New England, like Vermont or like New York, whatever. Um, and honestly, I feel like that's sufficient. I don't think I need to do the one weekend I'm probably going to regret saying this at the end of the year and be like, damn, I can go back well, and change it. But um, honestly, I feel okay with setting that time that time aside because it, it is maybe not every month, mm -hmm. but it does come frequently enough that I'm, I think I'm satisfied. It's funny because I told myself and I totally forgot about when we said this when we first started, we were like, we are taking one weekend off every single month. That's going to be our weekend. We're not going to like any vowed it to each other. We're, we're getting gone. a divorce. Uh -oh. um, but I, I didn't last June and I didn't last September or October. Yeah. But I felt okay because I think like, like I traveled the week in June mm -hmm. where it, it was like a Sunday through Thursday, you know, like with my family. Right. So right, like right. we just did other things. So I was just curious if you still did that. Yeah. Cause I don't. No, I don't either. <laughs> but also like, I can now have the girls work if I really need to. So yeah, I think there's other ways, but anyway, that was my question. But I, I think, um, Megan's going to do better about balance this year, yes. but I think you have realized what works and doesn't from last season. Yeah. And I think even if you don't do the one weekend thing, you're going to balance it out in different I ways. I hope so. Acknowledging the issue is the first step. <laughs> Admitting we have a problem. <laughs> Admitting we have a problem. <laughs> Is oh my first god! Step. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, but I think <laughs> I, yeah, I think we need to wrap this up because we're getting the giggles now. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, if you're still listening, thank you. Um, this was this is our technically our first episode of 2024, and if we're going into it like this, we are like smiling, yeah. giggling, yeah. belly laughing. So I think we're gonna have a good year. Yeah, I think, I think so it's too. gonna be a good year. Um, but get your calendars out. Stay positive for the mm -hmm. new year, and mm -hmm. we'll be back next week, two weeks with a new topic. Yeah, that's it.
Cheers. Cheers.